This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. This is Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 and I'm Willie Chai. When we order delivery, there is a big problem that we are all guilty of. How much plastic and trash that one order can create? To solve and tackle this problem, Tupperware was born. Tupperware is a reusable food container service designed to reduce single-use food packaging from going into landfills. Started in 2021, Tupperware is one of the ventures parked under NVU that's spelled as ENVIU, which is a Dutch social venture building company. And its venture builder, Jehan Omar, is here with us to unpack and unload what it is all about. Welcome to the show. Show, Jen. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Now, tell us who you are and what you do in Tupperware. Right. I'm Jehan. Hello, everyone. I am a venture builder in Tupperware. Essentially, a venture builder is really an in-house entrepreneur for NVU. And we do everything to essentially make the business work from financials to operations to the generic marketing or go-to-market strategy plan. And we have another venture builder. Daniel, who is not here today, but he also runs Tupperware. And we also have uh, an in-house marketing person, uh, Nazira, who's also not here. Uh, just the three of you right now in the yes. team. All right. So uh, Tupperware is one of the ventures parked under NVU, uh, which is a social venture building company. Can you give us a brief background of how Tupperware came about under NVU? So NVU came and set its sites on Southeast Asia. They wanted to really tackle issues pertaining to sustainability within the region. They do this for different countries. In India, they manage textiles. In Kenya, a lot of food waste programs. And so in Southeast Asia, they found that plastic seems to be a big recurring issue. I think depending on where you look, um, the statistics show that, you know, we're one of the top producers and polluters of plastic in the world, which is super unfortunate. And so they developed a program called Zero Waste Living Lab, um, which houses Indonesian and Malaysian ventures that try to tackle plastic pollution. And so Tapaware came about because we really decided that we want to tackle the plastic pollution here. Single-use packaging is an, a, a huge prevalent issue. And one of the innovations that NVU is trying to introduce is to have reuse. So I'm not sure whether you're familiar with the five R's, like refuse, reduce, reuse, recycle. recycle and I think there's rot after, <laughs> which is essentially going to landfills or decomposing or what have you. So... NVU wants to develop solutions or offer viable options further up the waste stream. So instead of recycling, they want to tackle at reuse. And so the, the team decided, okay, they want to tackle plastic and they want to tackle reuse systems. And so in 2021, they came here and they identified single-use food packaging is a really huge issue. I think it some statistics are saying about 148,000 metric tons of pa- uh, single-use food packaging goes into landfills. So that's that's a huge lot. 
So uh, that 148,000 metric tons, right? Mm -hmm. um, is it monthly or is it annually? We found that it is annually. And this is our single-use plastic and we assume that they are all delivery and like takeout, take takeaway packages. Yeah, but on a larger scheme also, food packaging could be just like chips. Right. Or things that you order from the store and then you discard it immediately. Okay, so uh, the whole concept of Tupperware is trying to reduce single-use takeaway plastics. And can you explain what the whole process is like for an individual like me who wants to use Tupperware? So we have a few pilot programs. We have partnered with three retail merchants or food stores, uh, Spargo Eats, that's in Sanway, Dihome Fruits, which is in Shalom, um, zero Waste Earth Store, and soon to be another one in Sha'alam as well. So essentially how it works is that if you were to go to the stores, you can order your food and request for Tupperware. Say, hey, I don't want to use single-use packaging, I want to use Tupperware. And then you get your food in Tupperware, and then you're expected to return it to the store. You're expected to return the food container to the store within 14 days. And we also charge a deposit. If you lose it or if you don't return it, um, then we'll take back your deposit. That's the essence of what we do. So you are a essentially a social enterprise, right? You still need the profit. So where does the profit come from in the process? Right now, we're doing pilot programs. And within our pilot programs, we are really trying to get the habit, inculcate the habit at first, at the start. We are hoping to charge people rental fees on top of the deposit that we're charging them. And these rental fees, um, we're still figuring out a good amount. Right. But your customers essentially need to return the, the containers back to the restaurant that they ordered from, right? And the reason why people actually order takeout is because they don't want to go to the restaurants. So isn't this a little bit counterintuitive of the reason why we order takeout? And, and it's a bit troublesome, I would say. Initially, our thought process were, was to aim for customers that go into the restaurant regularly and tap out and bring it back. Perhaps they live very close by or they um, are in an office area and they are going there just to have their lunch. Mm -hmm. But we soon realized, oh my goodness, this is definitely a huge, huge issue and flaw within the, our operations. Mm -hmm. And we ran a few focus groups and customer studies to figure out what's going wrong. And definitely returns is something that we want to figure out how to make that process as easy as possible. So what we've done is we've started scoping out our next steps for this. Um, we are looking into different environments, closed environments, where people would go there regularly, like office, corporate office, cafeterias, pantries, canteens, school canteens, where they, they physically need to be there every day and, so, and thus borrowing and returning it from the cafeteria or pantry or mm -hmm. canteen wouldn't be such an issue. And so we're pivoting ourselves towards that direction. And we're also figuring out whether events is something that we can uh, go for, especially outdoor events like marathons and what have you. 
we are aiming for those types of events as well, where people have their lunches in our reusable food containers. And then instead of discarding it, <laughs> they would return it to us at the event itself, after the event, and then we clean it. And then it's like it's ready to be reused again. And the whole event saves like hundreds, right. a high volume of single-use packaging from going into landfills. Right. Okay. Uh, we do need to take a short break for some messages, but don't go anywhere. I'm here with uh, Jehan Omar, the venture builder of Tupperware here on Open for Business here in BFM 89.9. Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back. This is Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 and I'm Lily Chai. I'm here in the studio with the venture builder of Tupperware, Jehan Omar. And Tupperware is a reusable food container service and they are here trying to tackle the problem of single-use food packaging and preventing them from going into landfills. Now, before the break, we were talking about their pilot programs and how essentially the whole concept works. Jehan, you have been running so many different programs, pilot programs, right? How is the Malaysian crowd responding to this kind of programs? Are they receptive uh, to the idea of having to return containers back to where they order their food from? So... What we've done is we've investigated every single point of the process of how we operate. And what we found is that they don't mind paying 10 ringgit for deposits. So they're like, yeah, it's okay. We can get that back. So they're, they're okay with that. They love the idea. So many people support the idea and they understand that it's ex- extremely important the returns, though, <laughs> that is a very separate issue. We found words like leche, leche meaning like a hassle in Malay, in terms of having to go back somewhere to return it. And so that's where we really want to figure out how we can manage this portion of it because it does require some level of willpower. So we also found that not a lot of people know that single-use packaging, food packaging that's food contaminated, cannot be recycled. A lot of them are really shocked when they first find out about this. So this is very new to them and awareness definitely needs to kick in. Right. So I'm just wondering, right, we haven't, as a nation, we haven't been uh, separating our waste at all. We're just dumping everything into just one single plastic bag every single day from our household and put it outside and then the, the rubbish collectors will collect it and just throw it into the landfills, right? Will separating our waste help tackle the problem in any way? I think it will. I think separating our waste is the first sort of step towards it. And we recognize that we are ahead of the curve in wanting to push reusables into the system. But we see that it's becoming a trend or it's becoming really popular in Europe where there's reusable coffee cups, reusable food containers and like such businesses. And so we want to start it here, sort of like a pioneer or people that try to push it and slowly work towards it. Right. How receptive are Malaysians as to having to pay a rental fee for containers? 
they actually don't mind depending on the containers. <laughs> but what we found is that um, for our containers that we have right now, they view it as too pretty <laughs> as they would like to take it home mm. with them. So we've got a few requests for that. Uh, so there is that sort of concern if people were to take the rental fees as a purchasing fee, if that makes any mm-hmm, sense, as mm-hmm. if like they're purchasing it. So there's that concern. Uh, <laughs> however, for the most part, if we charge them pretty low, one to three ringgit per container, depending on uh, what the event is and w- where it's located, I think uh, we found that they're receptive to it. They found that uh, this is valuable enough that I'm willing to fork out the money for it. Right. So how many people as of today are using your service? So we have containers that have been used about like 200 times. Um, And we have about, I think about 200 people, different people that have tried out our service at this point. Uh, We have three retail merchants, soon to be four retail merchants with us um, that are based in Shalam. And uh, we've also participated in events. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one was Zero Waste Malaysia Festival, where we were the vendors for that festival, providing reusable food containers. And so there's no single-use packaging there. So you, in case you forgot your food containers, you can come and rent it from us and at then, the event. Yeah, then, then they return yes. it back to you. They don't have to clean it at no. all? No. Ideally, we would like people to rinse it. But that's something that we're still exploring because uh, a lot of people still want the convenience. Um, However, we do ask them to separate their waste. And so that could be a point where we think about uh, whether those food wastes can be composted to further make our case stronger in terms of sustainability. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right now, if if a person wants to use Tupperware, they're only able to do that by ordering from you, the restaurants that you are partnering with, right? So four at the moment. So that is quite a limited number. Um, how, what are your plans to expanding the partnerships? So we are definitely uh, looking out for partners, but um, we also want to expand into different types of environments. We are happy to work with retail food eateries if they were to reach out to us. But we also really want to see if we can pilot in a canteen or a cafeteria or a corporate office so that we can dispense and sort of manage the reuse systems Mm -hmm. there. We are really keen on that. Right. So do your partners share a sharing profit? And if so, if yes, um, how much roughly is the ratio? So there's this tug between who is going to be paying for the service. And it really is dependent on the environment and the people that we're speaking to. Mm. Because if we are talking to food vendors that have really low margins on their ends, it really depends, again, on the situation and on who we are speaking to. However, with our uh, food vendors, what we do provide for um, a few of them is an incentive program. So when you use our containers, uh, we have like this promotion period where you get 30 ringgit off your food. And so we provide that to our partner restaurants. Mm-hmm. They also get the benefit of having customers 
constantly return to their store because it's a very tricky landscape that we're navigating it. We're just coming out of COVID and mm. a lot of food stores or food vendors that we're talking to, they're really trying to recover. Uh, we just spoke to a food vendor who's interested, but he was he just mentioned to us, uh, I had to close down two stores last year. I'm still feeling, I'm still feeling it. Uh, so we're very mindful of that. And how we charge, therefore, is really dependent on that situation and who the mm. partner is. Right. So how much was invested into the business initially? Because considering you have to buy the containers and then where do you buy the containers from and things like that. So our Dutch team has been working hard to find investors for us. And we have, I think, invested uh, 100,000 USD per year. That's from our investors, mm. uh, GIZ, the German Agency for International Cooperation. So when do you see Tupperware making a profit? We foresee it to take uh, a few years, some three years. Mm. Just a few final questions, because the Malaysian market, being in this sustainable, trying to be eco-friendly kind of industry is still relatively expensive, right? Um, so what are the challenges that you're, you've been facing? Is it educating the, the Malaysian crowd or what is it? Educating the crowd is definitely something that is high up on the agenda because there's still comfort in the current, there's a lot of comfort in the current lifestyle that we have. Being concerned over something as small as plastic from food takeaways isn't necessarily in the forefront of everyone's mind. If you um, go on through social media and what have you, only uh, a small percentage of people really do um, concern themselves with this issue. Most people either are struggling to make a living or, you know, they are uh, reprioritizing their purchases Correct. onto things, onto other things, uh, other other purchases. But we're very hopeful that, you know, with movements like Zero Waste Malaysia, this whole thing will change. Of course, it's very difficult, but it's getting there slowly but surely. Right. Uh, what are the plans for Tupperware moving forward? Well, or we're actually still looking out for the perfect partners to work with us. We want to find the perfect partners that see the value in reducing single-use food packaging from going into landfills. We want to work with them in the capacity that they would be okay with, whether it's uh, approaching their cafeterias, canteens, or whether it's... Um, sponsoring us in terms of events where they have lunch meal orders or events where they use single-use food packaging. We want to replace all of that. And if there's any corporate companies, schools that are interested to work with us, please do reach out to us at Tapaware Co. And you can find us on Instagram. And we will be super, super happy to pilot with you and to make this go further. We just want to start with creating that demand on a big scale. Like if you were to work with a company, that would be, we would have access to a volume, a large volume of people 
that will constantly be using single-use food packaging. So that's what we, we're aiming for next. I've been speaking to Jehan Omar, the venture builder of Tupperware. If you miss any part of this show, you can go ahead and download the full podcast on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. I'm Lily Chai and this has been Open for Business here in BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.